Annette Branham, here to offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. Thank you for joining in with me, for tuning in. I appreciate it, and I am just ready to just get into the subject. Um, I just want to talk about um, being strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I got that from Ephesians, Ephesians 6 to be exact. Uh, I noticed, and I just noticed it, but some things teachers, we as educators, teachers, anyone in the school system, we come across so many different kinds of people. We come across so many different spirits. We come against so many different personalities that come against us, I should say, that come, that we are connected to during the day, that we come in contact with. That's what it is. We come in contact with so many different type personalities, spirits, um, people, just... It's kind of difficult to um, pinpoint something sometimes, right? We think it's, we forget that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We can come against the people and and um, think that it's the person fighting us. But you, we already know that the enemy is after our assignment. He doesn't necessarily want to stop you, take your life, because what, what is that going to do for him? He wants to take your testimony. He wants to destroy your ministry. He wants to um, come against our ministry. Stop what it is that God wants us to do. What it is that we feel our calling is. And he just can't um, pass by us in the air. He needs a person. He needs a vessel. He even uses things and people and different things that we come, come in contact with, like social media for example he'll use people to deposit thoughts in our in our minds and have us second guessing or thinking and um, i was telling somebody today about you got to get around the around the right people having the right people speaking to you in life into you speaking with the right um mindset and because otherwise you you just get lost in the sauce you think you're on this way to do one endeavor and then you start telling people or telling the wrong people and they're coming to you saying uh, putting all these negative thoughts in your mind then you're like oh maybe i can't do that or um you come across people who are just there to irk you um let me give you some scriptures and then i'll talk discuss it because um we are teachers we have I have 21 students in my class. Teacher across the hall has 24. Not to mention we have other teachers in the building. We have our families. We have our friends. We have social media. We have our administrators. We have the district. Uh, I just call it the district with their agenda. Administrators, different administrators with their agendas. Principals with their agendas. Uh, other teachers in our grade level with their agendas, our own agenda, the parents' agenda, whoa, the parents have an agenda, uh, students have their own agenda, I know you go in your classroom and you're looking at students ready to work, ready to get on it, and then you have students not trying to work, maybe they have an issue or some sort, 
some students are there to socialize because maybe they don't have people to talk to at home. I don't know. Um, all different things coming. And then you have to come in, in, in into your job prepared with the whole armor of God. You just can't come in willy-nilly. You can't come. You can't. You have to have your oil with you, spirit of God with you. You have to know, recognize that you are walking with God because God is with us. You just have to recognize it. I know we had this episode before, but I'm putting a few together and then new because we have a lot coming at us. So let me give you this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Let me see if I can read from right here. Power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having stood, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith which, with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance, perseverance, supplication for all saints. And then it goes on to talk about what he, he, um, Paul is talking about to the people of Ephesus. So I, before I move on, just know that you're not fighting against that lady, that man, that boy, that girl, that mom, that dad, that principal, that administrator, that fellow coworker, that fellow teacher. Not really. You think you are because we anybody can be used. Just like you can be used by God, anybody can be used by the devil. You can be used, period. Um, people are saying things, and they might not even mean it that way. I know I've said things. I didn't mean it. Then I thought about it. I'm like, hmm, why did I say that? What was the intention behind that? You know, so sometimes we have a good intention, but it's used for bad. Like like um, Joseph said, um to his brothers, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. You know, they they destroyed, seemingly destroyed his life, but then it worked out for his good and everybody's good. Um, so um, just knowing that we do, do have the helmet of salvation, know that God is our salvation. And we have to be walking, walking. It says have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You got to have this gospel with you. Knowing that it brings peace. Speak on the word of God. It's going to bring peace. You have to have that walking with you every day. That's why he said your feet. Wherever you go, you have to walk in peace. We have to walk in peace. Um, not in contention. Walking around finding problems with everybody. Uh, I, I know it's not hard to find a problem. You trying to? <laughs> I talk to people every day. I'm like, I'm trying to be good now. <laughs> I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to say what's right. I'm trying to mind my business. Uh, it could be something happening in your own classroom. And then you're like, I'm going to mind my business. Whatever this teacher does is what she does. I want to mind my business. I'm not worried about what she's doing. 
because she's my peer anyway. So we shouldn't, unless we speak to her or him directly, we shouldn't be worrying about what other people are doing. Sometimes it affects, but if, it, if this is your classroom, you can get a control over it on your own when the person is out of your classroom or whatever's happening. And um, he says the shield of faith because we have to have that faith in God because that's how you're going to quench some of these fiery darts that, is, that are coming at you. You could have parents saying all kind of things. Some things are true. You could have a parent saying, oh, this child is always bothering my child. This child is always picking on my child. This child is doing this. And, and essentially, they're not blaming that child. They're blaming us. You know, they are blaming the teacher. They're like, the teacher is not paying attention. Teacher is not... Uh, that's why we have to walk with the preparation of the gospel of peace, peace. Because I even know in my classroom, if a child comes to me saying somebody is doing something to them, I put a stop to it. I let the students know we're in this classroom every day. We have to, you don't have to like anybody, but you have to be cordial. You have to be friendly. You can't hurt anybody. You can't come against anybody in this classroom. We all have to be here every day, six hours a day, we're here you know, the other 40 is for lunch. What? We're in this classroom. You go to gym. The only class you leave out of my classroom is gym. So you're together, even in gym, the same students, you're together. So you're not coming to here, you know, causing confusion when this little girl wants to be happy. She wants to learn. This little boy wants to be happy. He wants to learn. You're not going to bother them. So we have parents who think that we see everything, we know everything, or when they go to um, another, we go someplace else, you know, uh, they go to outside recess, they go to gym, that you're there with them too. So we have to be in peace and be able to know how to answer uh, those parents and what to say and how to answer the student if so they say somebody's bothering them. You have to be able to address that. Um, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, you know, the Bible talks about that sword is like the Bible is like a two-edged sword, you know, so we have to be ready with the word. Some the, the enemy comes against us with uh, half of the word or some of the word or some of the truth and then tries to twist things. And then you have to be ready with the word of God. I mean, we have to study. We have to read. My um, right to read every day. Oh my goodness, I used to be in the Bible. Now, guess what? Because I have to fight in the spiritually, I'm in the Word every day. Like I have to do it. This is not even um negotiation. This is what I have to do. I mean, if I want to even do this podcast, the enemy's coming. I was, I'm doing this pot this late. I want to go live, but I have to go. I have to announce it and things like that. So, but today I was at school. Then I don't work in a great area. So I did a little blurb and then I decided to leave because it was dark. I don't want to walk to my car by myself. Dark. Nobody knows I'm at school except me. And I just couldn't. So then I got home. Then I'm not like feeling like I had all this work to do. So any little thing, the, the enemy will come against us and we have to be strong. And we have to uh, persevere. 
We have to understand what is it we're trying to do. Get that get that message out or get that, you know, those insights out, those strategies. This is a strategy. <laughs> you know it, but this is a strategy. Strategy to walk in the spirit of God every day, knowing, understanding that God is with you. He's in you. Come on, we have we can't forget that. So I want to take you one more, two more places, and then we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk. So, um, Bible talks about you know how to. Re- I want you to know how to recognize some of these spirits that are coming at us. Uh, uh, in Ephesians, that was Ephesians. This is Galatians. Uh, the Bible talks about. Um, Uh, loving your neighbor as yourself. This is uh, Galatians chapter five. It says a lot of a lot of things, um, and he says um, he says walk in the spirit that you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So we can understand and see who what it's like to walk in the flesh, and we can recognize. When somebody comes against us, we can recognize, oh, they're in the flesh. That's fleshly. That's why. And I'm not fighting against that. I'm not fighting against flesh and blood. Right? I mean, I'm going to fight with the Spirit of God. And sometimes the Spirit of God tells you to be quiet. Don't answer back. Sometimes the Spirit of God tells you to walk away. Sometimes the Spirit of God tells you to give a soft answer. There's a lot of things. Sometimes the Spirit of God tells us to have a plan for when this happens. Parents come into my plan. Is if somebody comes to me and says, and my, one of my students comes to me and says somebody did something to them, I address it right there. That means, and I preach, I'm preachy in my classroom when it comes to something like that. I'll have a whole lecture. My kids don't want to fight because they don't want to hear it. They're like, oh my God, here comes Brandon. Right? So uh, I address it. So no child can go home and say, uh, Miss Branham didn't even say anything. I told her he hit me. She didn't even do anything about it. Now, if a child, I see a bruise or something, you, I send it to the nurse, right? The nurse has a record of it. Everybody has a record of it. If something happened in the hallway and somebody got hurt, we have video cameras. So uh, I have, that's my plan to address it in the classroom. Somebody comes to me saying somebody did, another child did something to them, Right? If a teacher comes at one of my kids or if I see a teacher coming at a child and it was unprovoked, I address it. No, that child's not going to go home and say, everybody was watching the teacher yelling in their face. We're not doing none of that. We're not. So you're going to act like a clown in school in front of me? I'm going to address it. That's my plan. I'm not coming at you yelling. No, um, that was a little inappropriate. You know, that's a little girl. She's only seven. Like, what could she have done to 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 for that to come you know like to that was you know that that didn't call for that kind of reaction i'll say it i don't care ask ask people <laughs> i don't care so um then we i, I don't even say that what i was about to say so it says the flesh lusts against the spirit spirit against the flesh so we already fighting <laughs> We are fighting within ourselves, and then we're going to be trying to fight against other people. You know, we're fighting against ourselves sometimes because I know I, I heard a message today. Uh, I mean, not today, yesterday, 
And um, the pastor was talking about, what do you want to do? You know, you want to live a better life. You want to do something different. What are you going to do? You know, and asking us, talking about what we discuss when we're talking with other people, we're discussing things. And so that made me think like, uh, sometimes we get in conversation and we want to get out of the conversation, but we keep it up because we're we're at war. The people we're talking to don't even know we're at war. They don't even know. We, we might say, look, I, I'm not going to talk about that. Then the other person keeps on talking. Then you are in it because you are not walking in the spirit. You're letting that, that flesh rise up. And then we're all conflicted, you know, in those conversations that we really don't want to be in. I heard, uh, even today, I heard um, David Shantz, he was talking about he didn't want to celebrate Christmas. And he somebody would say, Merry Christmas. He'll say, I don't celebrate Christmas. And then they'll say, you know what? I really, I really don't care about Christmas either. And, I, and that's called flesh uh, coming against the spirit. Because I know I suffer from that very thing. I tell people, I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't like Christmas. My family does. Then they force me into it. You know, they force you into it. One year I didn't want to, I said, I'm not buying presents because of financial reasons. That's what I said. I never care about Christmas. I, I I don't even have a decoration. Today is December 5th. I don't have a decoration. Not one, like none. Because I don't care. I have to, I feel like I have to buy my grandkids something because they are being conditioned. But I don't care. I buy them things all the time. Like what? And so you get, you get stuck. You have to be strong. So next year, <laughs> next year, we're going to do it right. We're going to do it right because they already know I don't care about Christmas like that. I do buy gifts because of them, not because of me, but. Yeah, he, I, that's called lusting the flesh against the spirit. And then you feel pressured. And once you set that, set people down, set people down and say, for real, for real, I'm not celebrating these holidays because I don't care about them like that. And then they, if you really want to dig into it, they don't mean what you think it means. So um, this is what uh, I, I, I get from that. And so, but the Bible says, be led by the spirit. and um, you won't be under law. The works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedations, heresies, envies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelance, and such like. The writer got tired. Like, I gave you everything I could think of right now. There's a whole lot more stuff or anything like this stuff that looks like this stuff. Um, something that looks like adultery and fornication. We didn't we didn't change the names from adultery to fornication to uh same-sex couples, right? How does that work? I don't care what you say. <laughs> you want to be a minority and then um you are a minority cuz you can't be a majority, you're a majority we won't be here. There will be nobody, no more people. That's the eradication of life. Like, I'm not going to that. That's another message for another person because I'm a teacher. And guess what? I'm not teaching that. I don't care what you say. You put it in a book. I don't care. I'll close that book. We're not doing it. I'm not talking. I'm not. 
I'm not, my spirit is not going to be fighting against my flesh and, and things spiritual. So it's not happening. And um, anyway, that's a whole other thing. I mean, oh my goodness. Um, but we see things, people speaking against other people, certain kind of witchcraft uh, spirits where we want to come against people and we want everybody to come against people. You call it what you want. Well, we walk around hating people. So when you see this stuff coming at you, people are hating you for no reason, right? People are have wrath against you. They're hating you like they're coming against you for no reason. I have seen it. I've been the, the on the other end of that. So I get it. And strife always fighting. I, I'm getting that. That's cut right now. I'm not even getting into it because I know there's things and, I, and I'm speaking up and it's not even conducive to what I'm trying to do. I, that's like I just said. Sometimes you're going to kill your own ministry because you have strife. That's not even the work of the spirit. That's the work of the flesh. So a lot of things. Um, some things I'm not, I don't care about. Like they don't bother me per se, but the, the, the actions of somebody else may be envy. I don't envy anybody. I, I might say, oh, that's cool. I might want something like that. But no, I'm not jealous of anybody for for prospering. Because why? Because then how can I want to prosper if I don't want anybody to prosper? Then it makes sense. So this is how we have to walk into our school, in our classroom, into our conversations by walking in the spirit of of love, joy, peace. Walk around with peace. Be happy. Like what? Love of God. Come on now. What the what? How are you how are you talking about you're an educator with oil and you just got you can't even think about walking in love or having joy and peace. People are like, what's wrong with her? She always cranky, right? Long suffering. You already know we have kids that make you suffer long, right? You like write these sentences. Give me five sentences about the story you just read. You're only seven, right? You can write five sentences. You can write those in 10 minutes. No, they're taking a half an hour, 40 minutes, a whole period, write five sentences. And then it's not even a sentence. Then it's not even on a line. Then it's all over the place. And then, like, paper's upside down. <laughs> you have to be long-suffering. I don't know about you, but I'm a second grade teacher. So um, you got to be gentle. I have a little girl in my class. I every time I look at her, I just soften up because she's just so uh she's so sweet and she's so tiny and she just she doesn't talk. She talks she does now finally talks to like the people who sit around her, but she's not like them. Like they are keep on talking. I they could hear me start talking to the class and they're still talking. She's not. She's sitting ready. She has a little two fingers up like uh Okay, it's time to get quiet. I don't even do that, right? Maybe I do. Maybe I have done it. They they got me into that. So uh, in the hallway, maybe I've done it. Um, but she is just so so. I could I could be talking like this to the class and saying, I need everybody to get this out and get that. Get your math books out. Get your dry erase board or whatever. You get it out. And then I look at her and then I'm like, Hi, do you have your uh math book? <laughs> She has me gentle. Like, she pulls it out of me. She pulls it out of me. And um, walk in goodness. You just have to be good. Do good things to pe for people. You know, just be good. Generous. You know, like, 
I don't know, walking in faith, faith that things are going to work out. You know, we have such dreary moods and, and personalities. We think everything's going to be bad. And just walk in that faith that God is with us, Lord. Um, meek and temp have temperance. And, and any of that, I, I have talked about it before, there's no law against walking in love. There's no law against walking in joy. You can't get arrested for walking in joy, for real. Like, who's going to come against you for being happy? Except they're miserable. Except they're walking in, you know, and and, and uh, walking in the flesh. Because you walking in joy, you're going to, that's going to rub off on somebody. That's, I know that for a fact. Smile at somebody, watch what happens. They're going to smile back unless they're just evil. Nah, nah. They don't have to be evil. They could be in a bad mood. And they could be not feeling you. Nine times out of ten, smile at somebody. They're going to smile back. I do it all the time. Walking up the street, walking into a store, walking past people in the building, walking past children. It's just, that's it. Um, so if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Right? We can do it. And... Don't provoke other people, because we can do that, too. You know, not necessarily provoking somebody to come against us, but we can provoke um, people to come against somebody else. I'll leave that right there, right? Um, so then, this is how I, I, I say, for us, teachers, the Bible says in Philippians, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. I can't even have to go past that. Jesus walked in love. He knew he was God. He didn't. He didn't even think it was robbery um, to be equal with God. You know, he didn't. He didn't even. While he walked in peace, he did tell people. You know, first he said, "You said that. That's who I am." You know, God actually announced this is His Son. You know, so he. Have a mind like have a, a, a his mindset. His mindset was the kingdom of God, right? He if he got angry, it was at sin. He didn't get angry at people because when he saw people, when they bought even they bought the uh he met the woman at the well, and when they bought the women caught in adultery, he didn't he he didn't like sin. He didn't come against them those. He told them to sin no more. He told them who he was, and I'll give you. Uh, the uh, you know, word of life. You know, he, he walked like that. We can do it. I don't see why we can't act like, um, take on the mind of Christ. Uh, challenge, like I said before, challenge yourselves to see how people react to you if they actually like you. You know, everybody should like you. I, I mean, let's, I don't know, let's say the devil's child. <laughs> I don't know, but. We, ha I had to get back to where I started. When we walk in our classroom, we have, I have 21 students in my class. All different personalities, all different spirits. Everybody has a spirit. Everybody has a soul, right? Everybody has a body. All different bodies walking in my classroom who have spirits and souls inside their bodies. Everybody's walking in differently. Um, you walk past all these grown-ups before you get in your classroom. And, um... Everybody has a different spirit. Not everybody's after the same thing. 
Some people are wanting things that you don't want. Some people, you know, they might come at you. They might be gentle with you. They might um, be nice in your face and not behind your back. They might be good all the time. Hopefully, that's what it is. I know I have somebody, my secret pal, gave me one of the best books I ever had. And I want to say thank you, whoever you are, because of the fact that you uh gave me something i put a note i asked for all these uh things i shouldn't be eating and and then i had to think back and go back no oh, i can't have any of that stuff and so then they gave me a note and said i'm sorry about this and this is what i want to give you and they gave me a book that's awesome awesome one of the book, best books i ever read it puts things in my head you know about what am i eating and uh sugars which i can't have uh i just love it like that's somebody who didn't have to be good to me but these type of people are, are walking on your job type of people are like you 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 say you're a christian you walk in in the spirit there's other people on your job like that so like i said there's so many different kind of spirits walking into your classroom you shut that door and then you have to recognize what's happening in there. Not everything is Johnny and Jim, and they're trying to learn. There's spirits in there, too, trying to distract you, trying to take you off your ministry, trying to distract other students, trying to uh, take them off their learning and what they're trying to do and mess up their spirits. You know, I had, last year I had to separate some kids. I was like, oh, no, you're not sitting together. We're not doing this, whatever you're trying to do. This is disgusting. And I stopped some students. You better not even talk to them while you're around me. That's how it was. But those spirits are coming and introducing things to other students. So hopefully you go and you have a good set of students. I don't want to say good, but some good spirits running around your classroom, you know, to counteract some of that stuff. But you, we have to walk in the full armor of God because of what we're walking into. You don't know what a child's home life is like. And then they're coming into your classroom, right? You don't know what a child's mindset is like. Then they're coming into your classroom. You know, you don't know what a child's been through. You don't know what their parents have been through. And that, that spirit is coming into your classroom. We have to walk. Like, we know we're not fighting against flesh and blood. I don't care what a child is going through, how they behave. Understand it's not just black and white. It's not flesh and blood. It's spirits behind everything. You know, we're, you're here because of the spirit. Like, the, you know, you want to learn something, how to walk in the spirit in your classroom. That's why you're here. So everybody has a spirit behind them. And we need to understand that when we go into work, this is what we're coming against or that we're walking with, you know. So put on a whole armor of God. You need to walk in that peace. You need to have that faith. Oh, my God. You need to have the word of God. We have to. We have to. We have to. Um, it, 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 the breastplate of righteousness. Ah, yeah. We got to stand strong. And, and, and God and the power of his might knowing God is with us when we go in our classroom so I just want to say drop a note tell me what you've done today to 
um, walking, um, put on the breastplate of righteousness. How you walked in peace? Well, did anything come against you that you had to step back and like, ooh, I'm gonna be peaceable with this. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna answer this the right way, right? I'm gonna uh, address this the right way. I'm gonna have faith that God's gonna fix this thing. So all this can is is good for us to be better people, better teachers, to be more effective because you're effective when you understand what you're coming into. You're effective when you know what spirit you have in your classroom, right? You have, we know this stuff. We have to walk in it. We know that everybody has a spirit in the soul that's walking in a body. We know this. So we have to address it. We're not fighting against you. I'm not fighting against your mom. I'm not fighting against that fifth grader. That's well, we don't have fifth graders anymore. But you know what I mean. You could be having in a oh, good lord! If you're in middle school or the high school, you you better walk in the spirit, right? Or if you're an administrator, you better walk in the spirit because you have teachers walking in all kind of spirits. You know, we we get one little thing where we don't like what you did, and we don't like you. You know, I already know. Um, and so then we talk with another teacher, another teacher talks to another person. Well, Ronette said, you know, and so all this is coming to your administrator. All this is coming. So I just say, walk in the spirit, right? Have on the whole armor of God. This way we can make it in our classroom. You know, we can function. We can do what we need to do to, you know, walk daily to be that whole person to you know to be free um because we want to be free we don't want to be bound up going to work bound up all stiff when we get home or because we all tight you know all frustrated about what's happening and what we got in our classroom let's get it right let's get it right get you right get you right your classroom will fall in line that spirit is going to walk. People, the students are going to like you. The students are going to understand, hey, that's my teacher has my back. My teacher is, is, is a pretty good person. You know, we have to walk in the spirit. And that it, all of that will flow out of us into our classroom. Um, the word of God is going to, you know, is going to come against the enemy, the enemy's word, whatever he tries to come against. So, um we can do it. Walk in that peace. So I leave those words with you. Again, this is Ronette Branham, Educators with Oil. Take on the whole armor of God. And I thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe it because you like the content. You understand teachers need to come together and then we need to come together. If we're spiritual, if we're Christians, then we need to come together and, you know, convene and discuss, have discussions that we all have to go through. You know, we all have to go through some things and uh, we want to be able to walk daily and not be frustrated. So again, like, share, and subscribe. Share with another teacher. Like it if you like the video, uh, you know. Again, I want to thank you. I'm going to add my new logo. I'm so happy. My new logo is um, my oil lamp, my oil can, canteen, canter, decanter. Yeah, my old decanter with the olive oils around it. 
I had it drawn by uh, Stephanie Blasco, and that's our art teacher at school, and she did an awesome job. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And then I have some lip balm made by Mcdaza Essentials. So you can go to Mcdaza Essentials on Instagram or Mcdaza Essentials at, um, at yahoo.com and order some lip balm is $2 only. Um, I'll post a little something at the end of this clip. And again, thank you for tuning in. I am Ronette Branham with Educators with Oil here to offer biblical strategies for effective teaching. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you.